Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Beyond the Sports Podcast. In this episode, we have the pleasure of speaking to the GOAT himself, Mr. Flemlo Raps. He's an amazing storyteller and has captivated many with his road to glory and what happened to series on YouTube. With that being said, let's get into it. First and foremost, I, hey, I already told you this. It's big to me. I want to uh, just say thank you again for just coming on the podcast and uh, joining me on this episode. Man, I'm happy to be here, bro. Appreciate you for inviting me. Oh, yeah, anytime. Yeah, I want to start off the podcast by saying that your What Happened To series inspired me to start my own sports website where I talk about people's story, how they made it to the NFL or NBA. I was just very curious on how you came up with the idea for the iconic series. Before I even answer that, I got it. Man, I'm, I'm still trying to get used to, cause like people telling me stuff like, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, I forget how long I've been doing it. It don't really feel like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you say that, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's an honor, first off, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a dope thing to think that, you know what I'm saying? He was able to inspire somebody else to do because the write-up you did was fire. I was like, dang, he really did his research or he'd been rocking. You know what I'm saying? Because like you was pulling out some details that a lot of people don't, don't know. So I appreciate that, bro. I thought it was dope. The writing was dope. I thought the piece was fire. But um, how I came up with the with the idea, it wasn't really like one thing. It was kind of several things with, with everything. It's several things working together. So it's kind of like, a process of elimination or trying to figure out how to attack something and have it kind of hit every every beat that I needed to hit. So basically, when I quit my job and I got into YouTube initially, you know, I was doing the gaming stuff. And as much as I was loving that, one issue I was having, like one problem that hadn't been addressed for me, like when I quit my job and I came to YouTube, I wanted more time. Because, you know, my son, my wife had just gotten pregnant. She was my girlfriend at the time. So I'm like, okay, son coming. I was working uh, sales. So I'm working Saturdays. I was super, super busy all the time. And when I was doing gaming, I had to make videos every day. I was doing two videos and a live stream every day for like a year. I was like, all right, this ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't really solving that problem for me. Like, I'm still too busy. I need to make videos that are going to last longer like, you know, more evergreen. So I don't have to drop one every single day in order to be able to provide for my family. So that was one thing. And so I, after baking on that, I baked on that for months while I was still doing the gaming stuff. And I was kind of looking around. I followed Mike Krizimba, who I saw come from the 2K community. He was kind of another guy in the 2K community. Then he started telling the stories. And then that kind of, that was a whole nother, opened up a whole nother avenue. I remember I went to uh, like the highlight channels. I like heaven and Devo highlights more, several. I hit them all up like, bro, how are y'all dropping these highlights and not getting like just demonetized on YouTube? And they was like, bro, we getting demonetized. Like it ain't really, you know, at that time we were no way around it. So I was like, well, damn, that idea ain't gonna work. Cause I was thinking I could do the, what Mike Krizimba was doing in basketball for football. You know what I'm saying? But I kinda, once they told me that, 
I didn't leap on it right off the gate. So I kind of sat on that idea for a few months. Then I came across my boy Karsten, KTO. And he was the first person I saw doing like football stories. So I was like, well, damn, somebody doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like it's somebody doing this so it can be done. So I kind of went from there. I put my style in it. Um, I don't he wasn't doing like on camera stuff like that. So I wanted to put my whole little flavor in it with the storytelling and kind of how I do it. And I just kind of meshed all of that together, put my little spin on it, and it turned into what it turned into. I know a lot of people won't really know this, but I've been watching your videos for a very long time now. I, and I know that you're a big Lil Wayne fan. Facts. The last thing I want to leave on this topic right here is yeah. how did you get the theme song for Q to Wayne? How did, how did you come up with that idea? Because it's, it's a lot of Wayne songs you could have chose from, but how did you choose that specific song? It, it's so funny because it just, it just happened. Like, I guess the best stuff just really happened. That's just one of my favorite Wayne songs ever. You know what I'm saying? It's a song that he dedicated to Michael Phelps, but just the lyrics in that song just motivated me so much throughout the years. And I just always loved that song. And I felt like it, uh, you know, it described like how I felt, you know what I'm saying? I'm no quitter. I'm a go, I'm a go getter. Like, so that was, I was like, this is going to be my theme song. And I don't even remember the first time I, I just hit the cue to Wayne. I don't even know why I said that. I don't know where it came from. It just kind of happened, you know what I'm saying? Organically yeah. and it stuck. And, you know, here we are. Hey, you know, the best things in life always happen like that, though. Yeah, crazy. I know you mentioned gaming when you were talking about the uh, What Happened To series. I used to be in your, in your lives on Twitch, on YouTube. That's and then, nice. you know, <laughs> yeah, you just watching the regular YouTubes like Terrence Davis and all that. Yeah. So a thing I wanted to talk to you about that I really wanted to dance on this. 2023, the summer of 2003 to be exact, yeah. the NCAA football is supposed to come back. Right. Can we anticipate you returning to like <laughs> road to going dynasty mode that you're good at? Man, so here's the thing. I know I'm gonna play it. I don't know if I'm gonna do content, and here's why I might, I might not. And because if I do it, man, it gotta be at least in my mind, it's gonna have to be better than what I was doing before. Like I don't want to just put it out just to put it out. You yeah. feel me? And yeah. if I'm gonna do that, then time. Right. Like that it take it take time to put that together and 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 get it to the point where I'm a it's gonna be something I could be proud of and I could put out. So if I could figure out how to do that with kind of everything else that I got going and then just, you know, I try to keep a certain amount of free time for the fam and a certain amount of free time for just myself, just to think, just to write and you know, kind of keep my keep my mental right. It's it's gonna be I have to look at all of that and try to figure it out and and weigh it out. I'm always changing my schedule, trying to get it perfect. And uh, <laughs> so hopefully, bro, like I really, I really hope I can find like the space, the, the white space to do it and, and put out something dope. But even if I don't, it's it's so many other dope creators that's going to be putting out stuff. I know that's going to be hard too. So I can't promise it, but I wouldn't rule it out. I'm most definitely going to be looking for it. I'll be happy if you do have the time to put it out because those series four or five years ago, yeah. when I was first starting college, yeah, yeah they hey, they got me through college, especially <laughs> the Terrence Davis yeah. and the uh, TD two. Oh man, yeah. I, I I go back and watch it right now. Like they brand new. <laughs> man, I appreciate that, bro. I gotta go back and, and just sit down and, and go through all of them, man. Next thing I want to talk about is just how did you come up with the storyline 
for like Terrence Davis, TD2, Draymond, K. Cole, and Acorn Davis. Because, yeah, man, I'm sitting there watching this stuff. It's like you're watching the Netflix or your favorite <laughs> movie. Me personally, I, I'm a good storyteller, but not to your level. Like, I couldn't come up with that type of stuff like day in and day out. No, nah, yeah. I couldn't do that. I just want to know how you came up with those storylines. To be completely honest with you, bro, that is, and I ain't realized this until recently. Like, when I say recently, I'm talking about months, like maybe six months ago is click for me that's a gift like it's because i would just oh, yeah. turn the game on and just play and then i would just do it like you know i ain't really put a whole bunch of thoughts just kind of go so basically what happened is once i create the character and i create their personality like once i create their personality everything else is, is, is easy because it's like what would this person with all the experiences and all of that what would they do in these situations so as the situation come up it, it the story just kind of write itself it feel like you know what i'm saying so i would just mm -hmm. kind of go through it um each day i record some some might happen in the game that it trigger a thought or i might have just had an idea randomly while i was at work or something like that i'll jot it in the phone little, little stuff like that kind of make make it up as i go and it, it turned into something that was actually pretty dope yeah because i know specifically like the one i want to uh, point out to you because I watched Terrence Davis, TD2, and Dre Moss. They went in order like that. And yeah. then Case Cole came around. Yeah. Tight end. Yeah. The storyline is he went to jail. And I was <laughs> like, it's like a big twist. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. Then I just wanted to do something college. different yeah. with that one. Like, because I had already done, like, the, I did the basic. Okay, so now you're saying that it kind of is triggering for me. So I think a lot with TD and TD2 is just it's my story is people i know like i know so many people you know if you play sports you meet so many different people like there's so many storylines and so much stuff that happened that people outside the locker room never really know about and you know i'm a i'm an empathetic person i, I pay attention to that type of stuff and it stick with me and i think yeah. it just will kind of come out in the stories and by the time i got the case i was just looking for just something different to do and then um one of my favorites also was, uh, and it was a short one. It was the only one I did with, I had an ending in mind when I started, because all the other one I was just kind of doing is, um, what is it? How Friends Became Rivals. But, you know, that one, I wanted to do something a little bit different. So that's pretty That's pretty much what it is, man. It's just, I got so many stories in my head. Like, I, I'm constantly writing, like, constantly, constantly writing to this, like, even way more so now than even then. So I got so many stories. I got so many characters that I got fleshed out. I got like sticky notes all over my wall with like characters that I'm fleshing out that I that I write about. And, you know, I thought about doing them in, uh, you know, like, I'm like, I could do this in a series or I've tried to get things off the ground as far as film. And I kind of struggle with that. And so now I'm looking at more like from like a novel a novel standpoint like i put out the short book back in the day i went back and read it not too long ago the one on dre moss like yo this ain't bad bro i like, say i wrote this in two days you know what i'm saying and um i think i think i might have i think that might be my next thing so i'm kind of working on that right now um a lot of work gotta go into it you know you're talking sixty thousand words so i probably got like ten thousand right now though i have been working but I just ain't talking really talking about it too much because it's a ways a ways off, you know what I'm saying? Before we get to the last questions, I just want to say you are gifted. I used to go on SoundCloud, listen to your rap music, then back yeah. door and go watch yeah. the Dynasty series and try to go do it myself. 
I wasn't that good, but as you, but hey, I, I tried to duplicate the best I could. Yo, that's that's crazy, man. That's that's huge, bro. Like I, I just think back like to when I was in those times, like kind of what I was what I was thinking. Like I was in my head at least, and it, it probably wasn't really this dire, but it felt this dire. Like I was kind of fighting for my life at that point because I was working a regular job and I was getting to the age where it was gonna be times like, all right, bro, you gotta make a decision because you got the kid coming. So whatever you're gonna have to just figure out a way to provide, like all the dreams, all that stuff that you was chasing, that's about to be, you know, that's gonna be over with. So when I came to YouTube, bro, it had to work. Like that was my last shot to do something creative. And, you know, I never at first it was music, and then it was, you know, I've been through kind of all these different things, but I think the com and the YouTube videos, of course, but the common thread I found was was writing. Like that'd been the common thread. And I never really put it together, but um, it, it's kind of come together now. Like I say, just during them times, bro, I was just trying to make something dope, and I never really thought that deeply about it as far as like somebody else consuming it, and then you know what I'm saying? And then going to create something of their own like that. That's crazy to me. Cause you're thinking of all the stuff that I watch trying to be, you know, just getting inspiration and getting motivation and stuff like that from it. And then it's, it's crazy to think that somebody watched my stuff and felt that way. So that's, that's fire. Man. I tried so many times to rebuild North Texas and give it to the <laughs> national championship. It never got to that level. So I just went, <laughs> my brother played for the university of Houston. So I just always okay. went back to U of H and yeah. played with Case Keenum. Cause they really wasn't that good at that time. So I right. just rebuilt them and just got to the national championship. Yeah. 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 U of H was a, that was another good school to, to play with on the game for sure. I couldn't leave without asking this question. I believe tomorrow the game starts at 3.30. Cincinnati versus Tennessee. Yes, sir. Just give me your thoughts. I know you've been doing the, uh, the series on on the Cincinnati Bengals uh, yeah. throughout the season. Yeah. They made it to the playoffs, won their first-round matchup. I just want to get your thoughts on them. Like, do you think they're going to go to the Super Bowl? Thoughts on the game tomorrow? Well, I mean, as far as the Bengals, man, it's been <clears> – <throat> and I've been saying this since, like, week two or three. I was like, bro, this is the best time ever to be a Bengals fan. Like, you could see it, like, something, like, magic kind of happening. And I only thought we was going to win about seven games this year. This year. I thought the year we have in this year, we was going to have next year. But Joe Burrow and and Chate were like, they impatient. And I love it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, yeah. we ain't wait till next year. So it, it's been just a great ride, man. Like the wins, the losses, the ups and downs, everything like that. I feel extremely confident about this game tomorrow. And I think that, just have when you got Burrow as your quarterback, bro. Like his confidence kind of, I'm seeing it just rub off on the fan base. The Bengals fan base always been real pessimistic. We've been through a lot. You feel what I'm saying? So you've been real pessimistic. But like we, I'm seeing the confidence. Like, you know, I don't really, I kind of stay in my character. Like, but they they talk a real greasy on Twitter. Like they they confident. And it's and it's dope to see. I think we match up well with, with Tennessee. I think, obviously, their strength is the run. We're actually pretty decent against the run, and our strength is the pass, and they're actually pretty bad against the pass. And I think I – don't, I don't even got to say I think. We got the better quarterback, so I feel pretty confident in that. Now, we got to see what, which King Henry going to show up. That's always scary, for sure. Oh, you know yeah. And they D-line is nice, but we done played a lot of D-lines this year. You know what I'm saying? We played T.J. Watt twice, Miles Garrett. We played – 49 we play all the d-lines so i'm I'm not scared of their d-line at all i think we take out tennessee 
And then it depends on who wins, like what happens in that Chiefs and Bills game. That Chiefs and Bills game is like, we've already beat the, the Chiefs once. Now, obviously, it's going to be a completely different game this time, and we could lose. We almost lost the first one. Um, So I don't know which one of them I want to play. I don't know if I want to play the Chiefs again or if I want to play the Bills. The Bills play a lot of one-high safety and man stuff, and I'm like, ah. They good, but I, you know, I don't think they can check my receivers like that. Like, I don't think that one high gonna work against us. You got the teams got to play too high and zone against us because we're too explosive. So I say I let the say at this point, bro. I'm riding with my Bengals the whole way. I think we're gonna make it through. I think we're gonna kind of complete that dream season and get to the Super Bowl. And then on the other side, I got uh, I guess I'll take Aaron Rodgers now. I'll take it. I'm happy you said that because I'm a Green Bay Packers. <laughs> I, was waiting, I, was, I was waiting for you to say that in the team. I'm trying yeah, to see what you're going to say. I mean, I'm feeling like as confident as I'm feeling. Like I feel so confident in my quarterback right now just watching him and watching like like I saw how Kyler was was real shaky in that game. Like we got a little bit of pressure and like how my quarterback deal with pressure. It's completely different. I'm like, bro, we, we kind of on another level right now. But, you know, obviously you got Brady, you got Rodgers, them – those are the only two games right now in the playoffs I feel like we'll go in and not have the best quarterback. So, you know, you got to be nervous about that. We played y'all well earlier in the season, but uh, y'all took the dub. And I think y'all a little bit more healthy now. So, you know, that, that's going to be a very tough matchup. And if I was picking today, I would probably pick the Packers to take us. But these next few playoff games is really going to kind of show me where these teams are. Cause I think we haven't really reached out. We ain't played our best football yet. So I don't really know how good we are just yet this year, uh, but we got to see. So I got, I got the Bengals and the Packers though. That's my two picks. Depending on what bills come, I still got the Chiefs. I got Chiefs versus Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to take care of the, the uh, Chiefs. Yeah. And then the Packers going ahead and take care of business. But the only thing I got to say about the Bengals versus Packers, that's a long way from, from now. Thanks. But I just say this happened. I don't want to see Kevin King, nowhere on T Higgins. <laughs> yeah, I, he got to take somebody, yeah, though. Please. You know I, I don't want him on Jamar Chase. No, please, no. Or Jamar. Like, hey, please, no. I, <laughs> hey, that's giving me nightmares from the NFC Championship game last year. I don't, hey, I don't want no part today. Hey. Please. <laughs> yeah, y'all got to scheme. Y'all got to scheme them up. You know what I'm saying? But when you got A Rod, bro, and you got Devontae, it's. You ain't really nothing you can do. You can put two, three people on him. Like, it don't matter. They've been doing that all year. He's still going crazy. So then you got my boy, uh, A Jizzle in the backfield. So it's like, it's going to be tough, man. Y'all tough, man. Like, I got, and because I know what y'all are and I know what Aaron Rodgers is and I got, you know what I'm saying? So I, I definitely got y'all in the NFC, like, taking care of business. I appreciate that. I thought you were going to say Temple Bay, but I'm, I'm happy you said I like Temple, but they, they got a lot of injuries, man. I mean, Worth just got hurt. They center is struggling. AB just did. He just walked off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Godwin is hurt. Like, you know. Bruce Aaron slapping people in the back <laughs> of the head. <laughs> you feel me? And they won it last year, so you get fatigue and, you know, like that mental kind of fatigue. So, yeah, I, I really – I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if the Bucks make it. They got Tom Brady, but I'm picking – I'm picking y'all. I like that pick. I ain't gonna hold you for too long. I know you're a busy man. You got videos and things to put out. Yes, I just want to say uh, thank you again for taking that time out of your busy schedule. Man, absolutely, bro. Hey, man, keep doing what you're doing, bro. Another amazing podcast in the books. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I can't wait to bring everyone a new episode.